Unqualified Car Show presents Car News from Around the Globe with your hosts, Walter and Donnie. Thank you for tuning in to Car News from Around the Globe. For this first week of February, we're going to round up some new headlines here. I'm joined by my co-host, Donnie. Jeff couldn't make it in. His motorcycle got stuck in the snow. <laughs> it was a slippery one today, but... Yeah. Well, that's what happens when you live in the Midwest and it starts snowing. We, you know what, we tried to warn him. That's the best you can do. <laughs> yeah. We told him but not to was, buy... He was the one who was adamant about buying a motorcycle in the winter. Yeah, I, I don't get it. But that's not the real news. The real news that happened this week, we have, I think, three, three and a half big headlines here. First one, and I think everybody should be excited about this, the Cadillac Blackwings have arrived. Well, they've been unveiled, but they're here. Well, how long until they arrive? Is it supposed to be 2022? Yeah, 2022, I think they're going on sale end of 2021 i think that's what they're shooting for they sold out of the reservation slots immediately of course yeah that figures figures so they have two ct4 v blackwing and the ct5 v blackwing the ct4 has the v6 that's kind of carried over from the atsv it actually has more power now and the manual transmission is standard. Oh, that's what I'm talking about. Oh, yeah. Now, that's the ATS. Incredible. Yeah, the ATS had a manual. So it's, I mean, okay, that's good. The big news here, though, is yeah. that the CT5 V Blackwing is standard with a manual. That's rear- a big, big, yeah, rear wheel drive, big car. Manual, six yeah. speeds. Not only that, I think it's one of the most powerful sedans on sale today. 668 horsepower from a supercharged LT4. (laughs) Yeah. It's the same engine that they had in the CTS V, right? LT4 supercharged, the Corvette engine. Um, But somehow they squeezed 18 more horsepower out of it. And they are claiming a top speed of over 200 miles an hour. In a sedan? In a big sedan. With four doors? With four doors. Oh my goodness. It is fantastic. So I don't know if you've seen pictures of it yet, but I recommend that you all look up pictures of this thing because it's pretty aggressive looking. Uh, the CT4V more so than the CT5, in my opinion. Um, I've heard some comments, and I don't know if you've seen this, Donnie, but they are kind of not with the styling they said it's not aggressive enough right it looks like they just put some aerodynamic elements on who's saying that the ct4v and ct5v i mean you know message boards reddit oh okay. i wasn't sure if general motors debuted it and they were like uh, i don't know if we did <laughs> yeah they... here's what we here's what <laughs> yeah, we they did a, i don't they know had a lukewarm reception. you know if they're 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 being all shy about it you know like I don't know if you guys like this. I don't think they went aggressive enough. But, yeah. you know, if you like it, let me, you know. Yeah, but maybe buy one or something. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. They're, no, I think it looks sharp. I think it looks cool. The CT4V Blackwing has little dive planes on the front, and that's standard. That's yeah. not like an extra option, which I think is hilarious. Those are They're cute. Yeah. And then they have a ridiculous spoiler on the back. It's like a ridiculous ducktail. I know. I was, that's what I actually what I was going to say is the the 
the ducktail from like 911s you know in the in the 80s oh yeah that's what it reminds me of a lot you know or even like a, an e46 m3 because you know it looks like they just kind of grabbed the back of the trunk and just kind of like squeeze it and stretched that out a little bit yeah kind of what it looks like it's very like it's it's a lot more than just a little bit it's it's very noticeable it is yeah it is very noticeable so. um now to get that black wing and to get those engines in the black wing you have to pay a pretty price the ct4v i believe starts at 58,990. Oh, it's not as bad as I thought you were going to say. The CT5, however, starts at 84,990. And the ones that they had on their website that they're showing off were optioned out to 110,000. Oh, yeah, that's a lot of dollars. That's a lot of dollars. But, I mean, it's pretty cool, right? I mean, this is kind of like swan song for Cadillac, in my opinion, since they're moving to the EV space fairly aggressively. Uh, oh, this is kind of like a last hurrah of the yeah, right? The gasoline Mary, era. Yeah, Mary Bear has come out and said that there's going to be tons and tons of EVs coming out for all of the brands at General Motors in the next few years. Um, but, yeah, so I think this is last hurrah. It will have... I don't know if they're standard or if they're optional, but you can get magnesium wheels on it. It's a carbon fiber steering wheel with like the little mode dial that you see on Ferraris and Porsches, like the Minetto, I think they call it oh, on yeah, Ferraris. Cool. Yeah, it's, I, I've seen that in the pictures. Uh, obviously, the manual carbon fiber like sport bucket seats are available. So the whole back's carbon. It's very cool. The interior is also very nice for what it is. Like it's surprisingly good. So kudos to Cadillac for putting big V8s in big sedans still and not cowing to tires and saying, oh, we need to make sure we efficiently put down power to all four tires. No, just light those rear ones up. (laughs) All tires deserve to die. (laughs) Um, Yeah, so I'm excited to see this one actually and maybe we'll review it in an unqualified sense at some point or talk about yeah, it. Yeah, that would be a lot of fun to talk about. Yeah. It'd be more, it'd be <laughs> I've more fun to drive. Pictures. I've never even seen one in person before. So <laughs> I, well, I don't think anybody's seen one in person unless you work at General Motors um, mm-hmm. or you were at the reveal, which I think was all virtual because of the, the Rona. Mm. Oh, well. The other big one, if we're talking about big bruiser twin turbo v6s ford just showed off the new bronco now i'm what do you mean the new because they've already sorry bronco. bronco i'm not i don't know what i'm talking about raptor oh okay i was like the f-150 they... raptor i <laughs> walter they did that weeks ago <laughs> time is uh completely non-linear to me <laughs> it's not circular it's a knot um, but yeah, so the thing is wicked. It has 37 inch, well, optional 37 inch tires from the factory. From the factory? You don't need to go to an outfitter. It's just. Nope. Oh my goodness. So apparently they had to like redesign the line to accommodate these ginormous wheels. Cause they're, like, they're built. They had in... to actually change their production line just 
Yes. Because was the, the truck taller or? Well, it's the wheels. Are the, I mean, the tires are phys- so physically large. I've been to Rouge Assembly. That's in Detroit, south of mm-hmm. uh, downtown Detroit. And that's where they build all the F-150s or a big majority of them. So they build a lot of Raptors there. So they have to be built on the same line that just normal trucks are built on. And I think the biggest that they went was like 33 inch tires or whatever, but these ones are so much taller, right? Like all the machinery was designed for like a 33 inch tire right? oh, for like so lifting to... them and like yeah. rolling them along that kind of stuff. So it's like nuts. Yeah. Yeah. This thing is pretty cool looking. I mean, it's like the new, it's got the new F-150 body style. So the, it doesn't have the C-shaped lights anymore. The new F-150 body style kind of continued the C-shaped lights into the lower bumper, but the Raptor's gone away with the lower bumper part of the light, so it's now just kind of like two sevens pointed either way at each other. Right. And it has a massive, massive grill with the requisite massive Ford (laughs) spewed across the front. It is anything but subtle. 37-inch tires, check. Massive four that's like five feet wide, check. Huge, (laughs) massive like wheel arches and flares and plastic things, check. (laughs) Yeah, it's kind of, I don't, it's interesting to see this, you know, because for uh, over the past more than 10 years, I guess, when was the gas crisis back in like, that was like 08 around the market crash. You know, everything's been downsizing since then. And so now, now we get to see, you know, some, I mean, the Raptor came out and that was a big deal when it came out, but there hasn't been much buzz about it lately. And now that they no. are, you know, revealing this new one and they're making it bigger and badder. Well, and it still has the, know, it's, the EcoBoost V6 in it. See, I, I, that's what I like is that, um, you know, it's, it's a turbo V6, which how, how many years ago, but would have said, would have said, you know, oh, it doesn't have a V8, but I've heard amazing things about the EcoBoost. I'm sure I've heard, you know, horrible things too, but yeah. Uh, from my understanding, it's a very powerful engine. Yeah, three and a half liters, and it's, I mean, up there, what is it, like 450, 500 horsepower? I mean, that's a lot. Yeah. GM 6.2 liter V8 that they put in the truck, their trucks is 420, 430 horsepower, right? And it has about that much torque, too. So it's pretty good, but it's a big 6.2 liter V8. Yeah. It's it's a different experience, you know. It's it's built for right. towing. In all honesty, this is like you know. I mean, come on, it's like a it's a twin turbo sports car. <laughs> yeah, it's a sports car that can do overlanding. Yeah, and I think this thing gets rear coil springs now. No more leaf springs in the rear. So they've re up the or redesigned the rear suspension to make it more comfortable on the highway. Because nobody actually hauls anything with a Raptor. Yeah, with a Raptor. Or any, I mean, 90% of F-150s aren't actually used, right? They're just a family hauler. Might as well bought an Expedition. (laughs) Yeah, I mean, I think the same. I think a lot of trucks are kind of seeing that. But yeah, I mean, I don't don't want to spark a whole debate with, you know, what kind of... I know truck guys are really into... They're they're really into their trucks. They really like to stand their, their ground in that in that realm but yeah but i'm gonna go off i'm just gonna say like you know i see a lot of pickup trucks that have never been uh used or uh, you know they're usually you could have just bought a normal family car mm-hmm. suv nbd but, never been dirty yes 
Yeah, I mean, that's a lot of Jeeps, too. Especially the ones that have all the money put into them to make them look like they should be getting dirty. See, I uh, I heard a, a term for that recently. It's called mall crawler, which I think is amazing. Because I've heard, I've heard pavement princess before, but mall crawler was new to me. <laughs> pavement so. princess, that's good. Yeah. Um, the other thing about the Raptor is there is an R variant coming. Ford has Whoa. been pushing R across. And I, th- I want to say this is in response to the Ram... 1500 trx with 707 oh, yeah. supercharged horsepowers horsepowers <laughs> well see i thought that the trx was a response to the raptor but, but i guess i guess i, I mean it was but they're like turn it up to 11 well chrysler turns everything up to 11 power wise yeah because they can they're like yeah. oh we bought all these green credits <laughs> might, might as well put 700 horsepower <laughs> in it uh, yeah so apparently the F-150 Raptor will have a supercharged V8, potentially. So they were all about going down and going down, making it cool and efficient and sporty and high-tech. And they're like, ah, no, we're going to throw a big old V8 in it. And, of course, their (laughs) V8 is going to be, like, nuts because it's going to have four valves per cylinder. It's probably, like, the GT500 one. It's going to be insane. Oh, could you imagine, like, a flat-plane crank truck? (laughs) The noise, you know, that thing's just chopping through the desert race i mean total actual race truck but you can buy it it'll be 80 grand minimum (laughs) 80 90 but people will buy them in droves i know that yeah um that's just america baby (laughs) that's america baby (laughs) yeah so i think the other big news and we're still going to stay in the truck vein this week nissan has decided that a car that is older than most people on tiktok is getting an update. Oh my god, I've never heard it in that, those terms, and you're completely right. Oh, <laughs> yeah, yeah. It's... I saw the the headlines that it's been what 17 years since they've des- yes. redesigned it. Yes. So we are talking, of course, about the Frontier. If you couldn't figure that out from context, because <laughs> it's the oldest Nissan uh, behind what the 350, 370Z. I I I don't know how. But they still sell like hotcakes. Yeah, it's un- like, insane. Yeah. So they've redesigned it, but it's not actually all new. They just put new sheet metal on the old chassis. So it's still 17 years old. It's just, right. it's it got a makeover. <laughs> Went and got a nose job. A, it was just know, a facelift. major facelift. Major facelift. But it's, it's it was a good one, though. I I I, I think it looks really sharp. I th- I like it in spite of it looking exactly like a Tacoma from a distance. Okay, I was going to say, I think... Because I've looked at several pictures and it looks exactly like a Tacoma, mm-hmm. but it also looks exactly like an F-150 and a Ram and a Silverado. Yeah. It's like, like I'm looking at all the, they they just, it looks like they just took a bunch of little accents. Like they have, you know, the Silverado has those weird aerodynamic, like yeah, the, vertical things on the side, on the front. Like the teardrop things or whatever. Right. And then it has um, the, I think the taillights look very F-150-ish and also the front window kind of dips down. Yeah. You know, that's very yep. uh, signature F-150. I don't know. It's for some reason, certain the, the, the proportions and the like the, the muscular build look a lot like a Ram. Yes. The proportions to me make it look exactly like a Tacoma and then like how the right. the fenders are shaped, right? Like yeah. the, the shouldering on the fenders and the black trim and stuff like that. When you look at it from the side, it's like, that's a Tacoma, right? Oh, wait, it's yeah. not. <laughs> I had the exact same thoughts when I was looking at it today. It's yeah. I mean, it's it's, it's good. It's good looking. They did a good job. It's with very it. good looking. But it looks like literally all the trucks amalgamated together. I'm, maybe that's not yeah. a bad thing. I'm not. I, sh- I guess I shouldn't make it sound like it's, it's a bad. Yeah, thing. Yeah, it's not a judgment so much as an observation. Mm-hmm. 
I mean, it's a little, it's a little bit judgy for them not being creative, but like it worked. I mean, they they, went safe. I think it looks very good. They knew that this thing was ancient and the body style had never been updated, let alone any of like the interior stuff. Um, but yeah, the interior looks like Nissan. It's, it's plasticky. It looks good, but I can guarantee you're going to get in there and be disappointed. Yeah. I mean, there are a few, like, um, a few little bits that looks kind of interesting. I think there's, um, those handles near the center console. Yes. Around the shifter. Those looked really sharp, but, and I really hope for the best, but I do. Yeah. Knowing Nissan, I feel like I'm going to sit inside and you're going to feel it. Yeah. And you're, it's not going to be the, the nice materials that you would want them to be. Mm-hmm. Um, it does come with CarPlay, though, so that's pretty cool. Oh, that's good. They're slowly, I mean, it's it's insane that some cars had this, you know, five years ago, and Toyota just made it standard in their cars. It's so simple. Yeah. Um, but the uh, in addition to the Frontier, Nissan showed off a new Pathfinder, so that's why I said we had about three and a half headlines, because the Frontier and the Pathfinder were shown off at the same time. Um yeah. The Pathfinder is not an Xterra replacement, so everyone wanting an Xterra, you're still going to have to wait. Um, there has been, I've, I've seen some reports that dealers are actually complaining to Nissan that they have a ton of people who are coming in wanting an Xterra type vehicle, but none of the current Nissan offerings, right, meet that. So there's pressure from the dealers that they think they should revisit Xterra. Well, I think if you've been a Nissan dealer for the past 30 years, can you imagine the roller coaster ride that it must have been? <laughs> Nissan has gone through so many phases. Oh, yeah. It's it's like a reinvention every time there's a new a changeover. You know, it's like a new Nissan, new Nissan. 30 years ago, they were pumping out some of the best sports cars known to man, like the Skyline and the, you know, the whole Fairlady series. Yeah. I mean, just like, all the Z I mean, cars. The Sylvia's and all that. Like, it was crazy. And then, I don't know what happened. And then they decided, hey, what if we make these uh, new cars called the Maxima and the Ultima and make them extremely boring? And then they came out and everybody was kind of like, well, what are you guys doing? And then they said, you're right. Let's make them a little bit more boring <laughs> and make their proportions worse. And introduce like a whole new line of cars from there. And it, and that, well, I mean, the Xterra came out in the early 2000s late 90s i don't know when it came out exactly but like that that's yeah as you said super popular today so they got something right back then and now Mm -hmm. i have no idea what they've been doing for the past 15 years honestly yeah it's i I can't even think of well well they had the gtr and the gtr was a huge deal and it still is but But they haven't updated it they've i know I, i don't know what nissan does with all their time they never update their cars and people but people keep buying them it's it's wild so yeah if i was a nissan dealer i don't know that would be such a weird (laughs) a weird roller coaster yeah well i mean i don't know if you've seen the pathfinder but i see a lot of landy styling cues in it a lot of what styling land 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 rover Rover. yeah i see some land rover styling cues in it um the interior is very simple but it's like very modern looking um though it doesn't really match i don't know nissan's products very well but it doesn't seem like it matches with like the the frontier that just came out right like they look like they're designed in two different planets yeah it's, it's the well, i'm looking so i'm seeing what you're saying about the land rover i'm looking at the side profile right now mm-hmm. and it 
It looks like a Land Rover, but also kind of looks like an Explorer and a Highlander, I think. It's got the floating roof. Nissan's really good at taking little bits. <laughs> yeah, like it has the visible C pillar mm-hmm. and then the floating roof. But then the A and B pillars and the D pillar are also blacked out. Yeah, and it's got it's a very interesting. It's got a very unique front lighting signature from the yes. looks of it. Um, and then also the tail lights are very sharp too. The tail lights, but the big Pathfinder. Yeah, that's very Kia Telluride esque. Yeah, I mean, like Discover <laughs> Discovery yeah, has that too. across the back. I mean, I guess they're going. I mean, I guess they know what SUV buyers want. You see all those cars everywhere. I gotta hand it to Nissan. Like, <laughs> you know. It, all of the, the kids who get caught cheating because they just copy the one their one friend's homework. What Nissan did is they let all their friends, the whole class, do the homework. They came in a week late, not a single day late for the homework. They came in a week late, but they copied a little bit from everybody <laughs> and said, "Here you go. Yeah. I hope you like what I've, you know, what I've. I think you're gonna like what's like. I think you're gonna like my report. Yeah, here we go. <laughs> yeah. So, um, if Nissan can just improve their commercials to not be the worst. Now I'm saying this when there's where we live in a world where Chevrolet has real people not actor commercials. Are those still going on? I I don't know. I stopped watching TV. But <laughs> <laughs> Nissan's were terrible, right? Where you'd have like a car that jumps on top of like a subway train. So that's like the most exciting part of owning a Nissan is watching the commercials and thinking that maybe in some weird alternate reality a Nissan is anywhere near capable of doing that. <laughs> If you haven't seen a Nissan commercial, I really implore you to go and check them out on YouTube. Just search a, you know, Altima commercial and it's wild. So, I'll say it like that. I haven't I haven't seen one in years, but I, yeah, now that you say that, I remember they, <laughs> they're always they're, over they're the top. They're kind of wacky. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, it's like especially just considering it's Nissan who has yeah. just kind of been sitting there chit-chatting with each other, not actually making CVTs, any new cars. Rubber band engines. Well, okay. I forgot to mention the Pathfinder oh, does not yeah, have a, a big, CVT big anymore. Yes. Yes. Same that actual gearbox. It's it's hard to imagine that they put a CVT behind a V6. I don't. I wouldn't put it past any manufacturer at this point. I'm amazed that they're not putting a rubber band behind everything. Yes. I mean, now that we're now, uh, now that the industry is moving to EVs and customers are moving to EVs, why invest in trying to figure out the CVT better? I feel like it could probably have good applications in the EV market too. Oh yeah, I think the EV market they could actually use it. Uh, that being said, though, the EV electric motors have a lot more. I mean, they can be designed to have a lot more power and torque at a lower, you know, price point than you know gas motors. So they might be have to over design them, right? You think that those electric motors are going to snap that rubber band? <laughs> yeah. <laughs> it's like when you're trying to wrap your uh like your mail together with a rubber band and it just you just like oh i can you know just wrap a little bit more mail it just goes like across snaps. the room yeah and it always like wraps around and whips your whips your hand too like, oh. i think the reason people don't like cvts is that they have to go to the staples all the time and buy new rubber bands <laughs> and put them in the rubber band tank yeah see the <laughs> You got to get a, one of the rubber band balls. Yes. But you have you, to like peel them off one at a time. Yeah, you can't just you, throw the ball in there. You give it to the the EL, the LSD elves, right? The limited slip differential elves. Yeah. Um, and they're the ones who also take care of the CVT. 
So remember to drop crumbs between the seats to keep them fed and give them rubber band balls every once in a while. We're asking way too much of them these days. They might start unionizing. Yeah, I'm surprised they haven't. Yeah. Just treat them like house elves. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah, so I mean, I don't know if you have any other uh, headlines, but those were the three headlines that I had picked out this week. Yeah, those are definitely the big three that I could think of. Yeah, at least the ones that made sense that were pretty cool things we'd been waiting on or things that were exciting right so well i appreciate you guys listening to our quick roundup of automotive news from around the world uh we were focused mostly on the u.s today of course but maybe we'll (laughs) figure on uh, talking about weird french cars next time or japanese k cars if they have any new stuff coming out and as always we want you guys to subscribe to our podcast Remember that our main show, Unqualified Car Show, talks about cars every week on a random basis, and we rate them. So we implore you to also listen to that. You can find our show on the socials, Instagram, Facebook, and the interwebs, show.unqualifiedcars.com, at unqualifiedcars. Send us an email if you have a hot news tip, or send us those sweet, sweet DMs. Please, no car pictures. We get enough of those. Um, as always, I'd like to thank you for listening. I am Walter and I am Donnie. Thanks again.